561-561-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM 70,000 watts of gospel power <laughs> Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi And the flat plains of West Texas And the beaches and bayous of Louisiana K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM Well, brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints right here on K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM, I'm your host, Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Mildred Townsend. Listen, I've got a special announcement I'd like to share with you on this beautiful day. I'd like to invite you to become be a part of the Fourth Saturday Fellowship with the Church of God of LeCompte, LeCompte, Louisiana. That's formerly the uh, Church of God of Alexandria with Apostle Sheila Wadi and congregation going to be meeting at the New Testament Family Center right in LeCount. We're inviting you to come be our guest there. That's right. Bishop Townsend will be uh, speaking at that uh, conference or, or fellowship, as you might say. And you're invited. And you want to tell you this, that we're inviting you all to come out to be a part of that service. Uh, we're believing God to to uh, meet us there and to Whatever's going on. So if you've got sick, you've got shut in, you've got afflicted, we're inviting you to come be a part of that service today with uh, Pastor Sheila Wadi and the Church of God of LeCount, formerly of Alexandria. The address is 1186 Highway 57 in LeCount, Louisiana. So come on out. It starts at 4 o'clock p.m. We're looking forward to seeing your face in the place. Not But I'd rather, I'd rather live right than in lift up my eyes. All God's children just tell somebody say you stand. That's right, my friend. It's now time for holiness. As John McKee said, it's time to stand for holiness. It's time to stand for righteousness and be counted among them that shall reign with him. For truly, he's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, or any such thing. Amen. Truly, we give God the praise. We give God all the honor. Amen. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife of 27 years, none other than in the person of Minister Mildred Townsend. And together we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration Outreach Ministry, which can be heard right here on this station every Saturday from 1230 until 1 o'clock p.m. Get on the phone, call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints is now on the air. And without any further preliminary, I'm going to ask my beautiful wife if she'll so kindly will to share a scripture and prayer with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke 7, 22 and 23 reads this. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. 23 says, 
And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Lord God, we come to you again, thanking and praising you yet for a beautiful day that you've blessed. Lord, you are so marvelous. Lord, you are so great. God, we honor you. We bless you. We thank you today because there is no other God like you. You are the original. Hallelujah, hallelujah. A lot of copycats, but you are the original. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you because you've just been good to us. Lord God, we thank you because you could have let us die on last evening. But Lord, you had mercy upon us. And you are so worthy to be praised. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. And, Lord, as we pray, Lord, we're praying for just the whole wide world. Lord God, you created the whole wide world. And, Lord God, we're concerned what you're concerned about. Lord, we pray that you would just bless today. We pray, God, that you would just touch today. Lord, we pray that you would just have your way today. Because greater is you that's in us, Lord, than he that's in the world. We just want to magnify you, God, the greater that's in us, Lord. We just want to magnify you, Lord, because you are worthy to be praised. Lord, we just thank you. Actually, look on the bereaved family today. Amen. Look on all of the bereaved family, Lord. It's so much sickness in the oh, land. It's yes, so Lord. much death in the land. Hallelujah. But, God, nothing can get over you. You already know. God, you're God. And beside you, there is no other. Yes, so, Lord, Lord, we ask you to just look on your people and have mercy and touch and just do, Lord, what you do. Yes. Lord, even in the end time, Lord, help people to come back to you. Hallelujah. Lord, help the, the lost souls, the ones that think they got it, Lord, but, the Lord, they're living in, in, in sin, Lord. Let's call it what it is. Lord, they're living in sin and yet thinking that, Hey, nobody perfect. But, God, you said you're coming back for a church without a spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Lord, help us to know that we got to get it right. Hallelujah. That we don't, God, we will not see your face in peace. Oh, yeah. And, Lord, we're asking you to have mercy on all of us. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Why should I feel discouraged? Sing, sing. And why should the shadows come? Yes, yes. And why should my heart feel lonely mm. and long for he- heaven's home? Yes. When Jesus is my portion. Yes, yes, he is. A con- constant friend, friend is he. Well, hallelujah. His eye is on, on a spare Yes, yes. And I know he watches over me. Can I tell y'all what? I sing because I'm happy. Oh, I sing because I am free.
over me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know when you're free? Yes, yes. And you know that you're free. All right now. You can never be in bondage to give. Hallelujah. You know, I was sharing with my wife on last night that I was in a dream. Mm. And the Lord spoke to me in my spirit and said, don't go backwards. Mm. Whatever you do. All right now. Don't go backwards. Thank you, Father. And you know the thing about it is that many people that God brought out of sin and degradation are going backwards. Yes, yes. Amen. The enemy is making an excuse for people to go backwards instead of forward. And he's planted that lie in their mind constantly that, you know, ain't none of us perfect. Yes, Lord. And we'd love to say I'm a work in progress. But if you're going backwards, you're a work in digress. Well, make it plain, Bishop. You're not progressing. You're digressing when you're going backwards. Yes, Lord. And we can see the signs of the coming of the Lord that are imminent all around us all the time. Amen. But I thank and praise God. Amen. As the song said, stand for holiness. Stand for righteousness. Amen. You know, that's why our country is in the shape that it is because the saints of God are not, amen, praying and, and being in an uproar in their spirit about the things that are going on. Praise be to God. Yes. They are in an uproar. Amen. And they should be in an uproar about the things that, amen, are important to God. But instead, we're more concerned about the government being shut down. Well. We're more concerned about our debit cards being cut off. Mm -hmm. But when you go to the word of God, you'll find out in the book of Revelation chapter 13, he didn't already said he causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, to receive a mark in their right hand or their forehead. And no man could buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast. And I'm not sure that I'm quoting it just right, but there are three elements that are involved exactly. in this governmental system. And so many people might think, well, just because I don't take the implant under my skin, I've got it made. But there's some more elements, and that's the reason why the Word of God clearly tells us to study, to show yourself approved, a workman yes. that needeth not right. be ashamed. Listen to this very carefully. Rightly, mm. Rightly doing what, Minister Mildred? Dividing. We have to. God. Now, think about this, brothers and sisters, and I, and I thank and praise God for you all. But here's the truth of the matter. If you can rightly divide it, there is a chance that you can wrongly divide well, it. Well, make it plain. Huh? The scribes and Pharisees had been taught about the coming of Jesus, but they wrongly misinterpreted. Yes. And you see, that's the danger of any private interpretation of the word of God, because when we privately interpretate it, then we can get screwed up. And when we get screwed up, amen, we'll believe sometimes what the masses are saying. But Jesus then already told me something. You know, one thing I, I share with Minister Mildred, and, and she says, you know, I, I thank God for you. And I tell her, I said, but you know what? Jesus said, woe unto you when people speak all manner of good about you. That's true, Bishop. When I'm preaching this word, I'm not looking to get pats on the back. I'm looking for somebody to say, that word cut me enough to make me realize that, you know what, I've got to be what God said I could be. Yes. And to not make any excuse, amen, for the scandiculous ways that the enemy has planted in the minds of God's people. Minister Minister, before we go any further, would you like to give a shout out to your Facebook family and friends that have been letting you know they've been listening and how much that... Uh, uh, we've been a blessing to them, and even this broadcast, those that are listening even now under the sound of our voice. Amen, Bishop. We just want to just thank them so much. We, we, we thank God for our Facebook family for truly, when we first got on Facebook, we was really uh, really wanted to really be there because we had heard so many horror stories about Facebook. 
But once you get on there, you can really know who your friends are. And if there's any vulgar language or communication or pornography going on your page, you know you know how to go in there and, and, and get rid of it and delete all of that stuff. But uh, truly, we just thank God for the Facebook uh, listeners. They are a blessing. Amen. They inbox us so many times and tell how much we are a blessing to them. But we thank God for them. And for all the ones out there listening today, we speak God's blessings upon you. Amen. We speak God's blessings upon you. Amen. Because truly, it's the blessings of God that make us rich and add no sorrows to it. So we're just grateful for you out there because we know that this technology thing is, hey, it's awesome. Amen. It's awesome. And we thank God for that because there's a, a positive way you can use this or a negative way. And my husband and myself, we've chosen to do it the positive way. Amen. We don't do the pornography they have on their face. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do all of that. that, that Excuse me. <laughs> oh, please. But we thank God for you. That's what we want to just give a shout out to all of them. Bishop, you have uh, many people you minister to daily, myself, and we're grateful and we're thankful that God had even allowed us to even present something to them. And they, they are so grateful and thankful and they are inboxing you and just tell you how you're a blessing. And we thank God for that. And that's truly, that's why we want to give that shout out today. Amen. Amen. As Minister Mitchell said, amen, you, you, you never know, amen, sometimes who you're helping. That's right, Bishop. Amen. When it comes to the word of God and there are people that are going through circumstances in their life, even as we speak, even in the household of faith, y'all. Can I can I be honest with you? There are some people with some serious mental. Oh, my God. Yes. In the yes. body of Christ. Yes. There's some people that are going through in their mind. Yes, Lord. Amen. And they are they are troubled. They've been traumatized by circumstances and situations. And what, one of the things the Lord ministered to me is that, you know, when the scriptures tell us to not judge a thing before the time, sometimes, you know, we look at people and we call them whack jobs and yes, nut cases and things of that nature like that. Mm. And I'm talking about even in the body of Christ, you will hear some, some statements that are made that will simply blow your mind. My but you know God. what? The Holy Ghost will reveal to you that something traumatic happened, happened in their life. And they're not looking for, amen, someone to, 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 to look down on them, but they're looking for someone to address that spirit that has taken control of their life. Yes, Lord. Amen. And see, that's what discernment is for, amen, because, amen, there are things in people's lives. And, and one thing I can tell you this, no, you cannot be a Christian and possessed. You can have religion and be possessed of the devil. Yes, you can. Amen. But, you know, the Bible says sweet and bitter water cannot come from the same well. That's right. There's no such thing as a possessed Christian. What we have is an oppressed Christian. Yes. yes the enemy will yes. oppress you. Yes. Amen. He will oppress you. But amen. But 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 when you say I, I just can't help it, Bishop Townsend, you know, I'm I, I'm a preacher and, 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 and my flesh has got control over me. Well, the truth of the matter is many of us just have came in contact with religion. And we have not come in contact with God's Holy Spirit that brings transformation in our life. And the Holy Spirit job is to bring maturity in your life. It will bring maturity to you. Praise be to God. And so what happens is many of, of God's people, amen, when you understand religion versus relationship, you will find out that God does bring deliverance. He is a deliverer. Amen. As I said with God's people uh, on last week that the same Peter that confessed that he would walk with God a man was in religion. Yes, they had been told, Minister Mildred, that a man, Jesus, was coming to re, uh, restore the kingdom of Israel. And, and I think on last week we shared with God's people, speaking about the, uh, the book of uh, Acts, where uh, Peter went to Cornelius. And uh, 
the, the, and we were sharing with God's people how we must understand the word of the Lord so that people can be properly delivered, so that they can be properly restored. And Peter himself, a man, knew that Jesus was coming to bring restoration. He just didn't know how he was going to do it. And so what happened is his religious mind did not let him comprehend what Jesus was saying. And that's the difference. We've got to be very careful in our walk with God in this dispensation of time because a religious mind of coming up through the organizational structures, coming up through the denominations, coming up, amen, through the theological schools and seminaries will only give us a candid bird's eye view of someone's commentary. But the Holy Ghost came to lead us into all truth and righteousness. And on last week, Minister Mitt, we shared with God's people. And, and, you know, people love to quote what Jesus said. Amen. Oh, yes. And that's right. We, we should uh, uh, quote what Jesus said. But the one thing about that, though, God let us know that, you know, we had to get to discernment even what he says. You know what I'm saying? Amen. He, Many times Jesus said things, but then again, you know, Jesus had his way of breaking things down. That's what I love about the Lord. He always gave things in ways that he broke it down. And, and you and you were good at that, too. <laughs> like God yeah. has given you a gift of that. But you know how God, he will always do something, and then he'll tell it in a way that even children can obey. I mean, you know, can hear it and obey it. And you know what I'm saying? Amen. That's the way Jesus was. Amen. And, and you know, many times people will take a scripture and run with it just mm -hmm. because somebody else said it right and we will do it and, and, and bishop townsend was one too because i thought that the men and women of god that knew the word of god was giving us proper information but the truth of the matter is brothers and sisters we have to get in the word of god and ask the holy spirit to open up our yes. understanding yes. i'm going to share something with you right now many people uh say well if jesus said it that's all there is to it mm -hmm. and that's what settles it mm-hmm and uh, I even heard some people go so far as to say, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe Peter or you're going to believe Jesus? But now I want to go back to that scripture where Jesus said one thing, and if he meant it to be literal in the sense in which that we read it, then Peter disobeyed mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you go with me briefly, Minister Midras, to the 10th chapter again, we're just going to reiterate on that chapter 10, 10 chapter 10, and we want to start at the what verse. verse uh, what, what book? Acts, Acts oh. chapter 10. Okay. Chapter 10, and uh, we want to start at uh, verse number 13. And, 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 and it's always the words in red are Jesus speaking. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. The words in red are Jesus speaking. And so, but now, when Jesus said it, did he literally mean this, or was it spiritually discerned? And my point is, without you having the proper understanding of the spiritual discernment, exactly. you will walk in a way contradictive as to what Jesus meant. Amen. And that's what I'm trying to share with God's people today, because the Bible said that we all must speak the same thing and be of the same mind. Exactly. There are so many divisions of mind when it comes to the things of God that there are many people that are grossly disturbed when it comes to the truth and the accuracy of God's word. What we're going to share with you today is something that Jesus said, and we want you to see that Peter indeed disobeyed the Lord, or was he somewhat confounded by the things that were spoken? Minister Minter, share with me, if you will, chapter 10, verse 13. And it reads like this, and there came a voice to him. There came a voice to Peter. Yes. Saying what? Rise, Peter, kill and eat. I want you to take note that those words were written in red, which means that Jesus manifestationally mm -hmm, speaking, mm -hmm. that Jesus said, Peter, rise, kill, and eat. And eat. Now, mm -hmm. 
It don't take a rocket scientist to know that when somebody tells you to rise, kill, and eat, we're in hunting season right now. Exactly. Uh-huh. And if you saw a big old buck right there coming up the trail and your friend hunting with you say, go ahead, take your aim and shoot right now. He's right in the open. You are going to shoot. But now Peter is somewhat confounded because his religious mentality has got him grossly confused. Watch how Peter answers in the like manner after what our Lord and your Savior spoke to him. What did he say? 14 says, but Peter said, uh-huh. not so, Lord. Wait a minute, Jesus. Mm. Hold it now. My religion. <laughs> My Lord. Huh? The denomination in which that I'm in have taught me that such a thing is not what us Jews are supposed to do. Well. What else happened? For I have never eaten anything that is coming or unclean. Now, 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 Jesus, I'm not saying you don't know what you're talking about. Well, but up under the Mosaic law, we've been taught that we don't touch anything unclean. We don't eat anything unclean. But yet, keep in mind, brothers and sisters, the word that was spoken in red told Peter specifically, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Those were the literal words coming from our Lord and Savior Jesus. But without the Holy Ghost manifestational understanding, that's why we have the confusion that is emanating in the body of Christ today, because we went through the ranks. We went through the seminarial teachings and the theological teachings, and we went through the uh, denominational structurizations. And these things did not give us the clear concept as to what the Holy Spirit is saying. But watch what happens when the Holy Spirit begins to take over. Because then we'll begin to all speak the same thing and be of the same mind. What happened, Minister Mildred? 15 says, and the voice spake unto him again the second time. Uh huh. What God hath cleansed, that called not thou coming. Mm, now, Jesus spoke that and read again. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So in other words, when he told Peter to rise, kill, and eat, Peter was supposed to obey those exact words. Were he not? Mm. Jesus was conveying a message unbeknown to Peter. See, that's what happens when we're in religion. We well, don't get it the way Jesus want us to get it. We get it the way that my pastor taught it to mm -hmm. me. We get it the way that my apostle taught it to me. Yes. We get it the way that my bishop taught it to me. No, it's not about how they taught it to you. It's what the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost is unveiling Hallelujah. to you. Peter, rise, kill, and eat. What are you saying to Peter? I'm telling Peter that a different order is coming into play now. Mm. And that when I came to save men, I came to save all men. But see, religion restricts us. Religion won't let me have fellowship with you. Religion won't let me have the order in which that God say that you are my brother, whether you are white or black, whether well, you're Hispanic, whether you are Jew or Gentile. Religion will keep us separate. And as a matter of fact, even religion is keeping certain denominational. We can't fellowship with you because you are Baptist. I can't have anything to do with you. If you're not Kojic, we can't have nothing to do with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all are apostolic, but you don't wear the head covering like we do. So we can't have fellowship with you. You are common and unclean. But as we see in the scripture, Jesus is bringing shame. Hallelujah. And when you don't understand the reading in red, you'll get grossly confused. Minister Mildred, go with me briefly to the book of Acts again, the ninth chapter. I want to share something else with God's people. Chapter 9. Mm -hmm. Do you have that? Yes, I do. Where Saul of Tarsus is about to be converted. And I want you to start reading at verse number 4. And read that down to uh, verse number 11. And he fell to the earth and heard a saying saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Five said, he said, who art thou, Lord? 
And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. Six, and he trembling and astonishedly said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. Seven, and the man who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Now, hold, hold on just a minute, Mr. Middleton. Now, we, 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 we've heard in red where Jesus spoke in verse number six and said, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what to do. Now, that's what Jesus literally told Saul. Mm -hmm. Arise and go into the city, and it's going to be told you what to do. Why did Saul need to be told what to do? You see, Saul was in religion too. Amen. Amen. As many of us are still in religion, and religion is blind. You know, and you know what? Sometimes God got to blind you from your religion. Jesus. And get you out of your religion to see the true manifestational calling that God is really calling you for. See, unity, God first got to break us down. And it doesn't matter whether you're apostolic. It doesn't matter whether you're Pentecostal. It doesn't matter whether you're Baptist. It doesn't matter whether you're Lutheran, Seventh-day Adventist. It doesn't matter. You can still get caught up in religion as they did in the book of Corinthians. One said, I'm of Paul. Mm -hmm, I'm of One said, I'm of Apollos. Apollos yes. One said, I'm of, uh, of Peter. Mm -hmm. What are you saying? We're seeking to idolize and iconize these men. We seek to make icons out of religion make it plain bitch. it is the word of god that we must follow and it doesn't yes. matter what you call yourself call yourself apostolic if you want to i would rather be jesus stolic yes call yourself baptist if you want to i would rather be what jesus was yes. call yourself lutheran if you want to catholic if you want to but i would rather be what jesus is but getting back to the actual understanding he literally told him go and it shall be told to thee what they do now go down to verse number 10 minister middle we got about six minutes left and there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Can I share something with you? The church had gone through a little a persecution, and the saints were scattered some of everywhere. Yes, they were. And as Minister Mildred has shared with you, there was a certain disciple by the name of Ananias who God had been dealing with. Now, remind you, while Paul got knocked from his religious order, he then went through a vision, mm -hmm. and Jesus is speaking to him and telling him that I'm going to send somebody to tell you what you need to do. And at the same time, God is working through the man. See, I love it. When you get out of religion, God can talk to you. Oh, he will. When, he you, will. when you get out of religion, mm. then God can open up your understanding yes. to the true calling as to what God is saying here. See, you won't get tripped up about what Jesus said and what he meant because religion will keep you confounded and confused. But the order of God's Holy Spirit will break the manifestational meaning down as to what Christ is saying. And what did he say, Minister Miller, in verse uh, number 10? The and Lord said in a vision to what? And the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. Uh-huh, that's red. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Uh-huh, and in number 11? And the Lord said unto him, uh -huh. Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul. Uh-huh, why? 
of Tarkas, for behold, he prayeth. These letters are written in red. This is Jesus speaking specifically to Ananias. He is not speaking in a symbolic way, but he is now being directive. You see, one thing about it, you won't understand if Jesus is speaking prophetically, directively, without the infusion of the Holy Ghost. You've got to be willing to let go of religion to get the proper comprehension as to what the Spirit of God is conveying. Why do you think Jesus said, let him that have an ear hear what the Spirit is yes. saying. He don't want you to hear what Bishop Townsend is saying. He don't want you to hear what your apostle is saying. He don't want you to hear what the elder is saying. Let him that have an ear hear what the Spirit is saying. Yes. The words that are written down that we are reading right now is the Spirit, Spirit. of God. And there ain't no more writing. There ain't no more revelation. Well, there ain't nothing new about to unfold. What is written, it is written, written. And the Holy Ghost is the only thing that is going to unveil it in our life. Yes, yes. Finish reading, Mr. Mildred. And have seen in the vision a man named Ananias uh -huh. coming in and putting his hand on him yes. and what that else? he might receive his sight. Now, he's seen in a vision a man by the name of Ananias. Now, look how God is dealing with Saul of Tarsus. Yet and still, God is bringing Saul to the understanding of what he wants him to do. And for the lateness of the hour, Minister Mildred, uh, oh, go ahead, read 13. 13 says, then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard many by, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he have done to thy saints in Jerusalem. Now, now here, 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 Ananias <laughs> want to tell Jesus. Yes, yes. Uh-huh, and like that's the way Jesus it is. Know. When, it, when it comes to the uh -huh. word of God, we're we trying to tell people what Jesus didn't mean that. Uh, right. And he said what he meant and meant what he said. And that, no, brothers and sisters, Jesus knows that when the Holy Ghost fell on the day yes. of Pentecost, yes. he knew exactly what he wanted done. Even from Matthew 28 and 19, it was fulfilled on, on the, the day, day of, of Pentecost. Pentecost. Yes. Yes, it was. I understand that you you heard it and Jesus said it in red, but it did not come to play just like when he stood up in the temple, Minister Mildred, and he began to share with the people when he said, the spirit of the Lord it's is upon, upon me. me. It has anointed mm. me to preach the gospel. He said, this day mm. is this scripture fulfilled. Real. Matthew 28 and 19 was fulfilled on the day, day of, of Pentecost, Pentecost when Peter stood up and said, men and brethren, they said, what shall we do? He said, repent, repent. and be, be baptized. baptized every one yes. of you in the, the name, name of, Jesus. of Yahshua.